Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Well, hello everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for another wonderful segment of Spiritual Insights. So I want to ask you, do you feel like your life is falling apart at the seams or reorganizing itself significantly? Well, my guest today may open your eyes to a whole new world of possibility. When Kathy Rawlings began channeling Isaiah, believed to have written the book of Isaiah in the Old Testament, what came through were specific instructions on how to raise our frequency to the point that we operate from the level of soul or the higher self as some see it the part of us that has remained consciously connected to God. This information has been assembled in a book by Kathy Rawlings and Terry Spears entitled Ascension Steps According to Isaiah, An Invitation. With Isaiah's guidance and by using the clearly outlined steps in this book, you can rise above the pull of duality to not only reunite with, but actually move into inner communion with your soul to facilitate your ascension into a more integrated, loving, and powerful being of light. And as a special gift to our listeners, Isaiah has agreed to share a message with all of us through Kathy. It is my pleasure to introduce you to Miss Catherine Rawlings and Miss Terry A. Spears. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you, Charlotte. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Charlotte. It's really my pleasure because when something comes along like this, it's I feel my purpose to get the word out there and let people know that this exists, that help is available, and that guidance is available. And I think what you ladies are doing is remarkable. I really do. And the book, which I read from cover to cover, is fantastic. It's very clear. It's easy to digest. And I think it will have a major impact on a lot of people's lives. And I want to get into this, and especially that you are both at the beginning of a powerful new phase in your journey through publishing this exquisite book. But before we talk about what's in the book and the amazing process it takes us through, I'd like to learn more about both of you individually and how you went from being friends to collaborators on this important mission. So, Kathy, where are you located? And describe your journey for us. What's it been like for you that led up to this? Okay. Um, I live in Hereford, Arizona, and I have been a seeker my whole entire life. I remember as a very small child um, looking for something more than what I was seeing and doing something inside. And I wanted so desperately to connect with who I was, a feeling, a connection to God, to source something. And for years I looked for this and never seemed to find it. It came one day, about 35 years ago, I was standing in my office, and I actually had a temper tantrum with God. (laughs) I was crying. I stomped my feet. I was beside myself, and I requested that help. I requested, please, let me feel connection to my source. Who am I? It was shortly thereafter that I decided to liquidate my business, which I did. It took me about two months. I went home and I actually went into seclusion. And I began to, well, I had meditated previously, but I began to really spend some quiet time with myself, asking, looking, receiving, just waiting. And I would do this for hours a day. And 
slowly I began to feel um, some different inspirations coming to me. And I had a pencil and paper, and I began to feel impulses coming through my arm and my hand. And so I would write. Um, at first they were not legible words. They were like little vibrations, almost like a seismic little vibration-looking thing. And mm-hmm. then as I continued to do that, um, I thought, well, I'm just going to ask some yes and no questions. And so I slowly started to write legibly yes or no. And then from there, I started to write legible sentences. And, of course, I was ecstatic, and I could not put my focus on anything else. I just sat there for hours doing that with my two little kitties sitting next to me. Right. And <laughs> and so um, from there, I started to build a relationship with myself, not only myself, but I started to have guidance, um, guidance meaning there were actual guides that um, came through one by one, introducing themselves by name. I had a feeling associated. Sometimes I would see something, and then I would write their names, and I would actually start conversations. And I had this insatiable appetite that I just couldn't ask enough questions, and, and I just had reams and reams of papers of answers as I developed my ability to receive their frequencies. I actually graduated uh, frequencies and guides, meaning that uh, as I finished, as the guide came to me and and imparted his messages, I say he because they all um, came as male images, Mm they they had a certain time where they said, well, you now will be introduced to your next guide. And that happened five times. I met five guides during a two-year period that I was basically alone. I had gotten divorced. I had my home and I stayed there. Fortunately, I refinanced things so that I could afford it and I just stayed there and uh, worked with this. Well, there came a day when um, I heard this voice inside say to me, Kathy, you are now ready to assist others to find their answers from within, their own divine within, their higher self. And I said, oh, well, how is that supposed to be? And you will write it. You will write their answers. You now can communicate and receive from their higher selves their answers for their issues. And the advantage to that was that it took them to a higher level of understanding a bigger picture of their lives. Uh took them to a point where they could look at their uh, issues out of the box okay. and and resolve them from a bigger space. So I began to, it was just networking. I never wanted to advertise or do anything like that. I just wanted to talk with friends and have people just call me. So that happened for 30 years, and I started giving people uh, readings and so on. And every time that I would do a reading with someone, I would benefit from receiving that frequency of their Uh divinity, that elevated frequency. So I did that, and um, a friend of mine said, you need to meet this gal I think that you guys would really get along well. And so I said, okay. And so she she gave me Terry's number, and I called her. We had a really nice conversation, and Terry said to me, well, you know, she said, I, I do host different uh, functions where on spirituality, and if you would like to come, I would um, host an event for you. So she did, and she put together um, people that she knew, to come and we were going to work with their higher selves and um, help them in that manner. So that's how Terry and I met. And we were trying to figure out how many years ago that was. And it had uh-huh. to be over 20. I think we say in our book 20, but I believe it was over that because time eludes me. But right. um, then we just kind of kept in touch over the years periodically because she was living in Missouri and I was uh, moving around a lot. And so we didn't see each other. And that brings me to my second pinnacle point. Um, I was living in Utah, 
and I was active with my meditations and I was active with my readings and I was on my spiritual path and I was still questing, of course, to touch more and more, to feel more and more and become better and better. And I always knew that, you know, let's be all that we can be for our ultimate happiness. Mm -hmm. And um, one day in meditation, Isaiah presented himself and... Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the details of that. But okay. when he did, uh, it was right at a time where we were getting ready to move again. And so it kind of all got put on the back burner. And then we moved here to Arizona. It took me a little while to get settled and so on. And I started thinking about Terry, and I could not get her off of my mind. And I said, she's <laughs> going to think I'm crazy. I haven't talked to her forever. Right. And so I called her. <laughs> I said, Terry, I said, and we tell about this story in our book. We tell all about all of this. See, it was so interesting. And I said, I just, I just feel I need to come to Missouri. And she says, well, just get here. <laughs> okay. And from there, um, I was under the impression that I was going to go and meet with some of the people in Missouri that I had never met in person. I'd been doing readings for years and never met them face-to-face, and I thought, well, this is going to be the opportunity to meet these people, and that's going to be it. Well, that wasn't it. (laughs) That's when the surprises from Isaiah came, and that brought us to our reunion together, Terry and I. So that's kind of it. As okay. far as my, well, as far I want to say, and far as my personal uh, growth, it was from the moment that Isaiah came in with his frequency and his elevated um, place where he was vibrating, my life changed dramatically. My awareness has changed dramatically, and we'll talk about that more. But that was a pinnacle point. Those two points, when I had my temper tantrum and I met Isaiah, those were my pinnacle points. Well, I think we've all been there with the temper tantrum. Um, I (laughs) I don't think all of us get our answers quite in that same manner, but we've been there. I'm sure everybody can agree. And Terry, um, so you live in different states, and was your... Your path similar, and where do you live now? Are you still in Missouri? I'm still in Missouri, near Branson, Missouri, just south, uh, living on Table Rock Lake. Nice. An absolutely beautiful location. Um, And our paths have been similar in essence uh, and certainly in intent, but our lives have looked different. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. I've... For myself, I've gone from being a daydreamer as a child. I remember my parents talking about that, uh-huh. which now I know was my time of inner introspection and inter my communication inside. It wasn't as clear then, though. Uh, and then I went to working with angel messages, first starting with Archangel Michael, who literally one day when I was in some kind of a massage or something, I was laying down, um, he threw a ball at me so that I had to reach up and catch it or it would hit me in the face. And he said, let's play ball. And that literally was the beginning where I had very conscious uh, communications interdimensionally. And um, at that point, I had offered just to be the person who recorded angel messages that were coming in for a project that was going to be a book about angels. And um, I ended up doing the whole thing myself. Um, And that was a life-changing experience in itself, writing that book um, and doing the artwork for it because, of course, I saw the angels. Uh, I saw what they looked like. And they literally would conform to what humanity needed to see uh, for the gifts that they brought. Uh, But then... I went on to working with nature. I have conversations with plants and crystals and whatever. I work with health guidance. I have a health team that I work with. And, um, and, and that's what life is like for me. I work with interdimensional teams. Isaiah is easy and fun to work with, very clear, uh, very um, friendly. I, I relate to Isaiah very easily. Um, 
and as I as I began to work with this body of information that Isaiah brought, uh, and as I worked with Kathy, literally what I came to realize is that this body of information answers all the questions, period. Uh. <laughs> if I want to work with health, ascension is a great way to do it because it helps heal us physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Uh. So it answers all the questions that I've been searching for answers to for all this time. Okay. And how did you both come to the realization that you were to work together for the greater good <laughs> and to get this out there? Was that an aha moment for both of you? It certainly it was for me. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Kathy. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, well, yes, it was more than an aha moment. I was in a total daze. Um, we um, didn't know that we were going to be doing anything together, as I mentioned previously, until we got together and we sat in meditation and we were invited by Isaiah um, to actually uh, participate in receiving this wisdom and this guidance for people to help them in their lives. And would we be willing to do that? And we both agreed to do so. Wow. Well, I, you know, I, as I said, I did read the book. I read every book that for guests that I have on the air. And his words, you can feel the energy coming up off them, very authentic and very profound. It struck me deeply. But I wanted to ask, I'll direct this at you, Terry. In this dimension, we experience a dualistic reality. And as we look around, unfortunately, many people react to their perceived realities from the negative polarity, more often than not making things worse than it already was. Do you see this as I do as a cry for help, this behavior? I really do. In fact, uh, I feel like when we are brought to our knees by catastrophes or whatever, we actually finally are ready to cry for help. We ask for help. And when we ask, then in this, our free will world, Help can come. It can be given. So when we're in crisis, we open, we ask, we become receptive. I, I absolutely believe that that's the truth. I would agree um, with pain being the pathway to God. That is generally when we connect with him most often. And do you see this book that the two of you put together as an answer to that cry? I think it's a very literal answer to those cries. Um, and as we get into this material, as people begin to use it, hopefully they will begin to actually create these crises as opportunities, recognizing more quickly that the changes that they're in can be beneficial and that we even begin to welcome them as the gifts of change that they are. Yes, agents of change. Well, mm -hmm. if, you, if it's okay with the both of you, I would like to read the dedication and um, the words that Isaiah gave. Is that okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, because I want the audience to feel these words. And this was channeled by Kathy um, from Isaiah. All over the world, there are people available to be engaged in their search for change for the better. All people searching for inner sight and understanding are inspired to do so. The heart of man receives the constant tending and harvesting of its eternal love. This love is in all people. Some bury themselves in fear, grief, worry, and ultimate unhappiness. Some quest for inner understanding and have faith that they will touch a better part of themselves. This book is dedicated to all of mankind. It is a reminder of who you are in the holy design of life. Bless you that care and strive for this eternal truth. Very powerful words. Yes. Yes. Wow. Oh. So in simple terms, yeah, I know, it's, uh, you just want to sit with that for a couple minutes. Yes, as many times <laughs> as I've read it. <laughs> I know, and, and, and I've, I've read all of his messages in the book several times as well. It just feels so, I feel so peaceful when I do, which tells you that this is authentic. But in, in simple terms, Kathy, 
can we say that this practice allows you to transmute and resolve issues in the way it's stated in the book, in the Christ light? Yes, and we've called it the practice only to give it some kind of a identification thing. Mm -hmm. But as our intention is to accept these wonderful accelerated energies that are coming to us now, we activate in our hearts the Christed light, meaning the perfected energy or the perfected light of who we are from our own divinity, the perfection. And it becomes the matrix or the base of everything that is now being developed from this point forward. It actually becomes our new base chakra. And as these new um, five spiritual chakras are being developed and that our seven physical chakras are coming into an alignment, making the 12-strand chakra system. Mm -hmm. So does this transmute and resolve issues? Absolutely. As somebody is just open and will allow, there is nothing to try to do. There is no technique or anything. It's just a genuine asking and to just sit in your heart asking for these loving energies to change your issues, to change your fears and allow it to happen. And so... Absolutely, it is the way, a permanent, thorough way to completely change who we are, to completely change all of our fear-based feelings. Well, that sounds terrific. As Isaiah describes it, Kathy, define ascension for all of us. As Isaiah describes it, he has a prayer that I would like to read. It's called the Ascension Prayer, or you can call it an Ascension Verse. I promise myself a new life of love and happiness, unique in every way, for I am becoming a new self of radiance. I am becoming a glorified being of light and love. Blessed are these words, for truth vibrates within them. My fullness blooms into the ever-so-perfect flower that I am. Amen. Lovely. Lovely. And that's at the heart of the willingness to want to embrace these changes? Yes. That, That is the promise. That is the promise to ourselves. That is ascension, accepting, accepting, becoming better. I love it. And Terry, in the practical sense, in your words, what is ascension from a practical standpoint? To me, ascension in the practical sense is awakening and partnering with spirit to bring the full capacity of our human body online. It's becoming a more complete human. It's living in grace. Practically means living a life in heaven, literally. Because as our five spiritual chakras come online and integrate into our seven, our five spiritual with our seven physical chakras, Mm -hmm. we begin to enjoy a life of oneness and a life of lovingness. Also, it involves very significant improvements physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, so that latent abilities activate. Okay. So on all PEMS levels, we can come into alignment and achieve balance. Kathy, who is this book for specifically? Is there a targeted demographic of the population that it was specified? No, it's for everyone. for everyone? Okay, tell us about that. It's for everyone. It's for everyone that wants to read it, chooses to read it, and it's for everyone that chooses to use the guidelines in a conscious way and partner with themselves in this process. We can just read it and really not do anything with it. The ascension energies are still coming. Changes are still going to occur. 
we can be aware and participate, feel, be a part of, feel the joys and feel the sorrows as we go through our issues, but realize that they're turning into something much better. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's for everyone. So anyone can do this? Yes, They don't need absolutely. any special skills. It's just it really is a non-doing type of thing other than being willing to allowing. allowing. Yeah. That's the word I was looking allowing. for. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, why now? Why is it important for us to participate in Ascension at, at this particular point in time? The way that I'm really fully beginning to accept and embrace this is that this these energies that are coming to us now are being dispensed by our own divinity within us and also uh, from the universe and everything that is. These energies have strands of love and light in them that we have never been given before. Mm. These are new energies never be given, have been given before. This is not a repeat of anything in history. These are words from Isaiah. This is not my personal um, description. Uh That these are new energies. And I come to find they are true simply because of what I am experiencing. So, um, yeah. So that's why it's important is that it's going to happen. Ascension is happening. And we can raise the bar for ourselves. And we can accept fully who we are and participate consciously in the process which is much more rewarding and fulfilling. Or we can be in denial and just create more pain and suffering. Exactly. And honestly, we need this now more than ever, and I'm I'm glad it's here. Terry, what are your thoughts on the timing of this? Well, Earth is ascending, so we can too. The time literally is now. We can do it intentionally and enjoy the ride, or... We can, but because Earth's energies are ascending, it's really going to be difficult to sit still. And I really feel that resistance is going to be difficult, and it'll make life more difficult. This is a really special event right now happening on Earth. I believe all of creation is watching to see if we, its population of free will people, can accomplish this feat of ascending with her, Earth. Yes. Well, I think we can all agree. It's so much easier to let go and go with the flow than to struggle Mm -hmm. and swim upstream. And this is the best illustration I can provide. You know, when we're struggling and we're worried, even to the point of worry, we're out of control. And that's not our inheritance. That's what we do to ourselves. Our inheritance is peace. And this Mm -hmm. I find to be a perfect vehicle for transformation and ascension into what we described earlier as communion with the soul. Why operate from these lower base levels and make a mess of your life when you can operate from such a higher level and cultivate peace in your life, which is the goal for everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. But If Kathy, we know what to do yeah, and yeah. cooperate with it, changes can be joyful. Absolutely. But let me direct this at you, Kathy. For anyone who is struggling... How can this material be helpful to a person who is experiencing all that I just described? Oh, this I like because I can tell you, uh, share with you some of the things that when I'm struggling, what's happened with me. First and foremost, when I open this book, and as many times as I've read this book, every time I open it, I feel hope and I feel comforted and my spirits lift And I feel myself changing for the better. I'm aware of the energies in my body. So how does that work when our issues are up in our life big time, right up in our face? And Mm -hmm. so what happens at that point? Well, one morning about two weeks ago, I was sitting having my morning coffee with my husband, and we were visiting. And within the conversation, he said something. I don't even remember. It was not even that important. But he said something, and it pushed my buttons. And I couldn't believe what happened. I was sitting there, and I felt fear. And the fear was growing into this terror. And I was frozen. I sat there frozen in fear, and I could not move. The interesting thing was I was observing myself 
as I was have I was frozen in this fear. I must have sat there for half an hour before I could even move. And when I got up, I just went through my day in a stupor that the subject matter that came up was my core level issue that I had been trying for years to get past and thinking that I had and then finding out that all I did was put a Band-Aid on it and it was still there and it would still pop up on in different circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so I went out through the day just in a daze. And it was later on in that afternoon and and in that meantime, as I was frozen in fear, I was at the same time asking for assistance. Uh, that was kind of funny because there was two parts of me playing out at the same time. And so I would think I was fixing dinner, and all of a sudden I was aware of this gentle, gentle, almost like a soft summer breeze just flowing through my body. And as it did, I felt a relaxing. I felt that these fears were being slowly changed, slowly changed, and my attachment to them was leaving, and the fear was leaving, leaving, leaving. And what it felt like was someone was just lifting this huge weight off my shoulders, and when it completed, I just felt, I just felt light, I felt clear, I had no more attachment to the subject matter, mm-hmm. and I felt fantastic, and I felt that it was thorough, that these energies had been changed forever, that this yeah. was not a Band-Aid anymore. Cleansing. It was a cleansing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I think we could all use and, a little of that. Yes. I would like to re- read you just very quickly, if you don't mind, um, as Isaiah says about the eruptions, that uh, as we're struggling, what's happening as these changes are taking effect, he says, as the eruptions of the past come forward, these are only temporary eruptions, for you will feel what is happening within you. As a volcano erupts, the old erupts forward and spills out to be transformed into something new. Mm. So that's exactly how it happens. This huge volcano comes up, and you think you're going to be consumed by it, and then yes. something something beautiful comes out of it. Absolutely. Wow. Again, it's like you need to sit with this just for a minute and marinate in it, and I would like to give the audience time to do that. But I understand, you know, the struggle, and I love I, – I always use volcanic references myself as it comes to old core issues coming up, that's beautiful. But I'll direct this at you, Terry. What if someone is mm-hmm. pretty content with how their life is going? They're financially stable, maybe have a decent marriage. How would they benefit in participating in this? If life is gentle and pleasant, it's even easier to work with these ascension frequencies. And the benefits are, are obvious very quickly, and you can recognize them because you don't have all the cloud of trauma or the erupting issues happening. Couldn't we all enjoy more love, better relationships, more honesty within ourselves? The challenges of growth will always come, and they, they help us keep moving. But everyone would enjoy more of that. Right now, we're in a time that literally challenges are going to come. Better to know how and why they're coming and how to manage them uh, so that we can cooperate with spirit that be ignorant of the process. Default, going through this by default can be very painful. Life just becomes richer inside and outside as we move through this process cooperatively. Life can become more eloquent, graceful, more harmonious, harmonious with people, with nature. Complacency gets to be replaced with passion and joy. Mm. So even if life is wonderful, this can add another degree of wonderfulness to it. Also, I'd like to say if somebody does have their struggles, those ascension verses that Isaiah gave us and that we put in the book are Fabulous for resetting the frequency in the moment. There are some really 
wonderful ascension tools in the book that will help people through these steps in the process. Okay. Speaking of frequency, like you said, the steps in the book help one to raise their frequency. But for anyone who might be new to that type of dialogue, like, of course, you're, you're both speaking my language, but for anyone who might be new to this, could you quickly describe what it means to raise your frequency, just to be thorough? It's as if you're moving into grace. It's as if you're moving into an experience of lovingness within you. It's ease of life. Okay. Kathy, your thoughts? Also, yes, also our feel-good thoughts, when we feel good, mm-hmm. our frequencies, our vibration within us is closer to our divinity than when we feel badly. When we feel badly then we are vibrating, our frequency is lower and farther away from our divinity. Hmm. Okay. That's, well, an easy, that's an easy guideline is just to, to be observant of your feelings. Is it difficult to accomplish? Is there any difficulty involved in any of these steps or with the tools? Not really, if you make the commitment. It does take, you can't ride the fence on this. It takes making a decision. Mm. Uh, it makes it, it, it make, you make a decision to accept yourself, which I think most of us are always looking for self-acceptance. When we accept the invitation to become all of who we can be, we then accept ourselves. We make the commitment to pay attention to how we feel, to pay attention to manage how we feel. We, we become, we all learn how to be managers, and we, we're not complacent or just walking along reacting to life and allowing everything on the outside to influence us and direct us in our decision-making. We have to stop and pay attention. What am I feeling? If I am feeling bad, do I want to stay here? Do I want to continue to feel bad? Or can I change how I feel by either reading the verses in the book, thinking of gratitude thoughts, thinking of feeling good thoughts, anything that raises how you feel is how you monitor your frequency. The more that you can stay feeling good, and the more that you manage deliberately when you're not vibrating there and you're judgmental or opinionated, defensive, or in fear, all of those are lower vibrating feelings. Right. And where the courage comes in is to stop and recognize that and change it in midstream. It's absolutely amazing to observe how your feelings will change. just by doing that simple management process. And pretty soon it becomes second nature. That's fantastic because I know the roller coaster can be very difficult for all of us. You know, we, we all have challenges, and that's okay. But to have a tool like this to help reach in and pull you out is infinitely valuable. And it reminds me of um, one of the passages in the book that really struck me, and I feel guided to share it with the listeners in case they're finding this episode. And today happens to be a day where they needed to hear this most. Terry, would you like to read this on page 27? Yes, I'd love to read that. Message from your divine spirit by Isaiah through Kathy. You have come today to rise in your inner knowing and take the step to enhance yourself with light of a new quality one to savor and enjoy. Rise up, dear ones, for the act of uniting with a higher dimension of yourself is the inner door of peace and wisdom opening wide. Now rest assured, you will climb the levels of inner expansion that unify you with the divine in you. Halt the past and renew in yourself the promise of the moment and a new beginning for a future in brightness of love. Now we begin. Hold thy heart open and receive my light. I am you and you are me. 
It's got so many layers of energy to it. Yes, That's indeed. beautiful. Yeah, it's very, it's very multi-layered. I love messages that carry those vibrations on a number of levels that kind of hit you on all of your levels, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, which just in hearing it has a transformative effect, kind of makes you sit up and want to say yes and make the commitment <laughs> to embracing change and wanting to do this process. One quick question to Terry. Do you hear messages as you practice this? Are you clairaudient? How does this come to you? I do hear messages. I have been churning most of the time. <laughs> I know when I'm to receive one that I'm to record. It's as if it's building toward a climax. And I'll go grab my pen. I always keep a journal going. And, yes, I'm, I am an open channel. Okay, excellent. But if, what if someone's not? Will they receive messages or can they if they cannot hear anything during um, the process? I think messages come in many different ways. We begin with hunches. We begin with our surroundings showing us our direction, guiding us as if we're being herded. I think nature, I think guidance is speaking to all of us. We all have different capacities for receiving that message. But as we become aware that we are moving in that direction, that we have the capacity and it will eventually open clearly, guidance will take many different routes to help us understand. And so as we continue with emotional clearing, that seems to be the main area within humanity that needs more clearing for these latent abilities to come online. And so we clear the PEMS levels, our frequency will rise and awarenesses will begin to come in and they will get more and more clear. We will start to know. We will start to see and understand the bigger picture. If we can acknowledge the changes as we go through this, it helps us to cement to uh, stabilize those changes and we'll know then that ascension is happening and that this is the direction that we're moving in. Hmm. Well said. I just want to mention to the audience that this book, it's not demanding of your time. It's not demanding in any way. But I want to mention that not only does it have these tools and these words of wisdom, but also what came out of these are prayer cards that you will find useful should you decide to participate in this. So please get this book and benefit from all of the tools that Kathy and Terry included with it to make it complete. Well, ladies, what I'd like to do is I want to talk about those five spiritual chakras. So why don't we take a short break, and when we come back, we'll dig into that topic, okay? Okay. Great. Uh, Don't go away. We'll be right back right after these messages. The odds of a young girl being discovered by an industry insider while singing to herself pumping gas? One in 300 million. The odds of the daughter of a clergyman from Severn, Maryland, spending 11 weeks at number one on the U.S. singles charts? One in 19 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The odds of selling over 40 million records? One in 800,000. The odds of this musician and performer having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 88. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks, it's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Explore new areas of interest, expand your knowledge, and gain clarity about your life's purpose at the Ocala Inner Center. Affectionately known as OIC, the Ocala Inner Center, just two blocks south of Town Square, offers workshops, classes, healing meditations, and special events for the Ocala, Gainesville, and Central Florida spiritual community. Check out our calendar of events at OcalaInnerCenter.com. And if you're looking for a place for your next workshop or seminar, go to OcalaInnerCenter.com and give Jean a call. And we are back. So, Kathy, I wanted to go into this intriguing topic Uh, According to Isaiah, he describes the five spiritual chakras and encourages us to activate them. Most of us are only familiar with the seven majors, 
some may be familiar with a lot of other chakras that are in the physical body. But why don't we name these five chakras and talk very briefly about each primary function, if we could do that. Yes. And also, too, um, I wanted to make mention that there's nothing that we have to do to activate. All we need to do is allow. These are happening eventually for everyone, the people that work with it in a conscious way. It accelerates the process. And so we just need to allow and understand what's going on. The first spiritual chakra represents personal freedom, many layers of personal freedom. And as we process our issues, we then feel one of those layers of personal freedom because when we release the old and we bring something new, a new understanding, then we have a baggage off of our back and we have a sense of personal freedom and there are many layers of that okay so it doesn't have a specific name there's just one through five going from above your head upwards and yes the first spiritual chakra is right above the head okay and and And, the second and the second spiritual chakra right above that now i'm giving a brief description as isaiah gives it in his overview of the five spiritual chakras but in the book he goes into all of the different ingredients in more detail yes so the second spiritual chakra brings personal indulgence meaning fulfilling desires making choices and manifesting them through the ray of Christed light. Being our Christed light in our heart is the new translator now of our life. And so I already noticed some of these things happening as well. Okay. The third spiritual chakra brings rejuvenation and return to our original blueprint of human perfection. Okay. The fourth spiritual chakra creates a noticeable harmony with every living thing, blending of all seven physical chakras with the five spiritual chakras to enfold the totality of being. Wow. And the fifth? It is the final activation of the 12-strand, 12-chakra system, and it creates the overlay of God's perfect creation of man with God-like qualities and performances in place. This activation will seal all of the perfected energies of love in the energetic spirit of man. And the physical components will rise to a height of radiance and perfection in creation. And one more with that, it says, with the completion of this activation process, all chakras hold the light of perfection magnified in radiance. And so after you activate the new five spiritual chakras, they then work together with the seven physical and it becomes a, you become a 12-chakra human. Terry, tell us about the 12-chakra human. The 12-chakra human literally enjoys so many of the benefits that we were speaking of earlier where we literally have abilities that sound like we would be superhuman. We have interdimensional communication and interdimensional travel available to us, creation by intent. Uh, We literally walk with the masters at that point. It's pretty exalted goals, it seems like. It does. Um, But we are all moving in this direction. This is the legacy that we are awakening to and moving toward at this point. Okay. And there's also the term 12-strand DNA. Explain a little bit about what that means. Literally, apparently we have these latent strands that are not connected before we move through this process. 
Um, and I'm not saying this is the only way to move through this process because all of Earth is moving through this process. But humans have the ability to heal into the full 12-strand DNA human that goes along with the 12 chakra system. It happens in concert. And that is part of what supports these abilities of be considered the superhuman, the ascended human. Wow. Okay. You get the book and you'll get the information on this in detail, but it really is fascinating. Mm-hmm. There's something I wanted to point out that I found interesting that I think a lot of people would be interested in. I get asked all the time by people, how can I increase my intuition? How can I do what you do? I don't know if both of you have gotten a lot of questions like that, but according to Isaiah, he states in the book that an added benefit is that once all five of the spiritual chakras are activated, the third eye awakens. Um, That's a nice little bonus that would certainly help people to integrate into their awareness to navigate life or whatever purpose they wanted to use. Do both of you feel your intuition has heightened as a result? Yes. Yes. I feel that uh, it's very lively at this point, and it's joyful. It's it's playful, even. (laughs) Okay. That's good. That tells you you're in a good space. And, Kathy, Mm -hmm. is it important to give yourself a chance to let the material soak in as to better cooperate with the process? Do you want to establish a pace? and take some time with each step? Yes. Everyone um, reads at their own pace, and they read it through, and they may not um, understand all of it and so on. But as you reread it, it's very important as a reread because it is layered with wisdom. And the wisdom isn't the layers of the understanding takes more to reread these words over and over again, and it keeps opening up with new understandings like a blossom that keeps blossoming. Not only that, the understandings is the energy that these words hold are multidimensional energies, and so as we reread them, we actually integrate these new energies into our system, and we actually transform as we are working with this as a guideline we find ourselves actually transforming with it because it's constantly dispensing to us new degrees of wisdom, understanding, and loving energy. Okay. Wow. And uh, Terry, in the book it says that you experienced a whole new reality as a result of using these tools. Can you describe for everybody what that experience was like for you? Oh, I'd be glad to. When... When Isaiah first came and dispensed this frequency to us as a group, we were in a class, and I described this in the book. I was sitting there just, you know, mild expectations, just enjoying the energy. But as he dispensed the igniting frequency, which this book holds, by the way, this book holds the frequencies to do this for people, anybody who reads it. Um, Literally, I sat and felt my heart area begin to expand until I was literally enfolded in a huge yellow flame that went above my head, way out around me and below my feet. And from that point on, when I came back out of the meditation, it subsided to some extent. But the continuing experience, it just continued. I felt connected with all of creation. I felt like my my heart light had ignited and it was a huge flame and that I understood and felt my connection to God. I mm. seemed to know everything that was not served that wouldn't serve this purpose literally became less important and began to slip away, fall aside and I could I could understand our purpose here. Uh, I felt connected to all of nature, uh, to all people. It was the most wonderful, expansive experience. And at that point, I knew that, oh, my God, thank you. And I knew that if 
if the, this frequency could dispense this experience, ignite this experience, then this was what Earth needed at this time. This yeah. would bring peace on Earth. <laughs> this would bring a transformation of love. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> no, no, you're getting giggly, and I can, I can hear the, the ecstasy in your voice. No you can, doubt. you can see why we got giggly, right? <laughs> yes, I can feel the energy swelling, and then you started giggling. I think that's fantastic. Okay, and Kathy, is there a, an additional thought about your? Your experience after the ascension that you would like to share? Only, only that as I started to process um, intentionally and consciously with my issues, I literally felt my feelings change thoroughly. And I, I totally was translating my life in a whole different way. When something would come forward, I wouldn't think of it the same way. Again, I would have a different translation, a more loving, more compassionate translation. And one of the biggest things for me was my husband said, oh my heavens, I cannot believe how much you've changed. You are the same, but you have changed and you are so much more loving and so much more understanding. And you, you seem to be at so much peace. And that is true. I, I feel my fears melting away, and they are replaced with a beautiful sense of uh, feeling at one with everything. I look outside and I look at nature, and everything is brighter. I choose to have a simpler life um, with less confusion and less chaos. Um, I just am enjoying everything, just appreciating every moment I have now. Whereas before, I might have been complaining or wanting something changed. I don't feel that way anymore. That's beautiful, and I'm familiar with that experience of colors being brighter. It's almost as if the air is different. You're more aware of the oxygen around you. It's got like a crispness, crispness to it, and it, it feels like being in love, like when you're first falling in love, and it's just this a euphoria. I, I want to say euphoria, but it's not the right word. Peace is the midline between euphoria and depression, but it's this peace that you just carry mm -hmm. with you. It just becomes a part of you. Would you agree with that, my statement? I do totally agree with that. That was a beautiful expression of it, yes. Okay. Well, the book is so new that you, you haven't even had an opportunity to build a website yet, so how can we tell the listeners how to obtain a copy? They can obtain a copy through our email right now at purposerealized at gmail.com. We can send them a copy of the book, but we presently also have it available on Kindle eBooks or CreateSpace eStore. And within a week to two weeks, it's going to be available on Amazon.com and CreateSpace Books. And so... Uh, we'd be happy to mail a copy to anybody that would like to request one. Okay. I hope I hope this takes off, like as as I would expect it to, because it really is a wonderful process. Um, and I'm so happy that you sent me a copy of the book to explore. Is there anything? And I know this is at the beginning stages. Is there anything we can do to help you get this off the ground, Terry? I'll throw that to you. Well, what I would say to that is read and reread the material because literally it is rich with frequencies that will help you continue the process and really grasp what you're doing. Cooperate with your changes and know that you have a plan to do this. Use it and share the materials. Contact us with any new groups who would be interested in this Ascension material. Uh, we would love to connect with other people that are interested in this. Uh, so those are some of the things that would be wonderful. We would appreciate it. Yes. So you're saying that anybody can start a group using the material in their mm -hmm. hometown? Yes, absolutely. Yes. This book is designed for groups to use and for people to share their experiences so that they understand what is going on as they go through this and as they pop through and begin to have wonderful benefits. Okay, and you both are there to support the facilitator of any group that forms? 
Yes, we are. I would love to help people with this. Okay. It would be my joy. That sounds great. And so if, if this resonates with you, get the book. And then if you would like to start a group, get in touch with Kathy and Terry, and they will assist you in helping others. Good stuff. We can spread the joy, spread the light, spread the love. Absolutely. And, well, uh, Isaiah agreed to give us a message through Kathy. So, Kathy, what I'd like to do, um, I'm going to get, turn this over to you, and then when you're finished, I don't know how long this will be, but when you're finished, I'll simply end the show on that note to keep the vibrational level where it is, okay? Okay, that sounds great. Okay, so, Terry, I just want to thank you for coming on the air and sharing all of your light and wisdom and your experiences with us. I appreciate it very much. My pleasure. Okay, and, Kathy, thank you as well. Um, thank you, Charlotte. Thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed this, and I and I love the work that you're both doing, and God bless to both of you. I'm going to turn it over to you now, Kathy. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, I would like to just have you all just take a moment and take a deep breath and just relax. Let go of all of your expectations and just receive the loving frequencies and the loving messages that are given to you by Isaiah. It will just be a moment. My dear children, we have gathered today to unite in harmony with ourselves as loving beings. We choose to unite in harmony with ourselves and others. We have longed for this feeling. We have asked for this feeling. And we connect with this feeling of love and light in harmony with all. I ask you today to make a personal commitment to one of self-acceptance of the beautiful child that you are. And I say child for the innocence that vibrates within you is the innocence of completed love and receptivity to all there is as truth as it vibrates within you. Receive, my dear children, and know you are greatly loved and you are greatly protected and you may ask at any time for assistance and know that your prayers are heard. You will receive these igniting frequencies You may respond in strength and you may respond in fear. It does not matter, dear children, for these energies are given freely and lovingly. Embrace them for they are your inheritance. They are your right and you are a divine child of God. Remember who you are, for you are here to enjoy your lives to the fullest, to become total in who you are, to be able to expand yourself into the ultimate of human experience. This is yours now, dear children. It is now. Embrace yourselves, accept yourselves, and know you are greatly loved. And it is my great pleasure to share with you today my feelings of love for you and to assist you at any moment in your trials and your tribulations. It is all that is needed is to gently ask 
and it will be received. I grant you this day the blessings of life, and I say to you, you are loved, you are greatly loved, and so it is, my dear children. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Thank you, Kathy. You're welcome. And thank you, Isaiah. Message well received. And on that note, everyone, that is our show for today. God bless and be at peace.